0: Sipping. Oh, we setting it off. Lakers win. Getting the ring tonight, too. We setting
1: it off. I see you sipping over there, too. I'm sipping. Sipping. You know, I'm, I'm sipping. sipping. Real good too. You said <laughs> got salsa <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. this, this, this might not sound right, yo, but you, you're going to have to move your, your mouth closer to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not <been> right, but
2: <laughs> 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 someone, 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 someone said, "Someone said you sound like Wesley Pipes when you said
3: that." He also said, <laughs> <laughs> "Don't move, don't you, don't move."
1: Put your mouth on the microphone. I'm the <laughs> <laughs> <need some> <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <Hey. laughs> welcome 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 everybody welcome to off the record podcast the show that's powered by crossover media the one-stop shop for sports and culture check out crossover media at www.crossoverpodcast.com or crossover 365 on all your social media platforms i got a full squad today fellas what's going on what's up with you corn how you feeling I'm alright,
2: man. A little bit tired from the uh, everything that's going on with the holiday, but
1: ultimately, I'm good, man. Shoot, I'm blessed. I'm alright. Calling out here buying up the stores. Shit. B, mm. what's up with you, man? Mm. Your, your social media, your, your Twitter posts kind of painting you as a, as a Scrooge, man. What, what, what's up? How the holidays
3: treating you, bro? I'm trying to stay in the holiday spirit, you know? I enjoy some things, others not so much. <laughs> and Alex... What's up with you, man? How
1: you feeling?
0: I'm feeling good, man. I, I can't complain at all.
1: Lakers on the night, so we're going to get this one knocked out so Alex can do his thing with the Lakers Central podcast. Plug. So we got an interesting topic for y'all this evening, and it was all sparked by one particular Instagram post. I'm going to just jump at it, man. White people or white students attended <laughs> HBCUs. Only so many ways you could you could put it or say it, but that's what it is. And all in this discussion on social media was sparked by one, well, it was a few, but but one Instagram post in particular, and it came from a young lady named Camilla Rose, who uh, is transferring from a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution or college, to. Uh, HBCU and she's actually transferring to Spelman and part of her post reads just gonna read part of it Camilla says transferring to a historically black college or university has been my dream for almost two years now I could never have genuinely imagined I'd be transferring to the number one HBCU in the country Spelman College the home of black girl magic I feel beyond grateful for every faucet of my journey and for the immense privilege during April of 2019 I stood gazing at the ocean next to one of my best friends at the Black Student Union bonfire when he told me I should think about going to an HBCU. From that moment on, I knew God had a plan for me. So, Miss Rose, like she said, transferred to Spelman College, which is one of the more known HBCUs. Uh, It is uh, Spelman is, uh, she, she named it number one. I mean, that could be up to debate for some other folks, but whatever the case may be. Either way, that post sparked uh that like it, it sparked madness on social media. Some people were okay with it, some people felt like uh, it was over the top and she shouldn't be allowed to attend HBCU as a white woman. I'm going to throw it to y'all, man. Like we've all attended at HBCU at one, t- one time or another. What y'all feel about this, man? I'm going to start with you Quan, um who attended Shaw. What do you feel about whites or white students attended hbcus
2: <clears throat> education is edu- well no, i can't say education is education because there's all different forms and mass of education so I, i'm not even gonna say that you know i don't know man i don't know it's kind of hard because it's like yo i when you think about it it's education so going to a school if you have opportunity to go to whatever to whatever particular school or you want to go to i mean yeah that's one thing but now what are you going to the school for are you going to the school to place to Sports are you going to the school for education? Are they providing you some type of money or they provide you some type of scholarship? I mean, you have to look at it from that perspective, too. So, if it's something to where if they're providing and if they're giving money, and, they, and if that person who's white doesn't have the means or the necessities to go out to school, I mean, who, who am I to really tell someone else
1: where they need to go to school or where they can't go to school? Word B, you attended Hampton. Some people say the real HU. What do you think about those people would be correct? What do you think about non-black students, in particular, white students attending HBCUs? Because I forgot to mention in the opening that it is a trend now, right? There is an uptick in white students attending HBCUs over the last couple of years. So as a Hampton grad, an alum, and all of the above,
3: how do you feel about it? I'm not against it under if certain conditions are met. You you have to think back to why we have HBCUs in the first place. At the time they were established, Blacks didn't have equal opportunities to get a higher education at you know, the predominantly white schools. We needed HBCUs. <laughs> today, we're still talking about discrepancies or or, or differences in, in like equity. Do Blacks today still have the same opportunities as others? I think from a business standpoint, I think we're far better off than we were when these HBCUs were first established. So I don't mind white students, Hispanic students, Asian students, anybody non-black going to an HBCU. However, if we still feel that, you know, we still have ground to make up, then I think there should probably be like a quota or something to say, okay, your population of African American students at an HBCU can not go, you know, or or Excuse me, the population of non blacks that go to your school can't surpass a certain percentage because these HBCUs were put into place for a specific reason. Now, other than that, yeah, I think anybody should be able to go to any school that they apply to. In reading these articles, one of the HBCU presidents said, You don't question uh we know everybody who goes to Notre Dame is not Catholic, but you don't question that. You know, so why should you question, you know, non blacks going to HBCUs? Now, you mentioned there's an uptick. What's the reason for that uptick? Okay. That's that's the second part of this. Part of the reason there's an uptick <laughs> is because there needs to be an uptick. Otherwise, some of these HBCUs are going to close. Okay. Yes, yes. So for strictly means of surviving, we have to be more diverse and let other students in. On the flip side of that, there's been a decline in college students at white schools as well. That's something else. But- Here's the thing. The number of black students that go to college, that number is kind of staying steady. So if white schools are offering our black students scholarships or whatever, because they're now trying to be more diverse. We're in times where we want diversity everywhere. We want more black folks where it ain't no black folks. That's cool. But we have to realize that when it comes to colleges, we are pulling from the same pool of of black folks that we want to go to HBCUs. And that pool is not getting any bigger. But that's black people's fault, in my opinion. We need more black people to take education seriously and make themselves eligible and make it a goal to go to college. Therefore, we grow that pool of of, of resources and we ain't got to worry about shit like this. So part of it is our pool of folks, it's not getting any larger. So when you pull from that pool, now we have less people to go to HBCUs in the first place. And that's why they're going after these non-black students to stay open. And then the last piece I I would say about that is what are the intentions of the non-black student going to the school? It's America. I don't fault you for trying to take advantage of opportunities that are out there for you. But if you're just going to an HBCU because I know I can kind of scan the system and, and, and get a minority scholarship. If I'm a white person going to an HBCU, I don't think that shit is right. I don't think it's right. If the intention of the HBCU, if, if, if there's no contradiction there, you know what I'm saying? If the reason why the person is going, there, if they if they genuinely want to go to an HBCU, like I've read some articles where some of the students said, Hey, I, I read up on Morehouse and I seen the people that that had graduated there, the great men that graduated from there, I wanted to be a part of that. Okay. If he meets the qualifications, let the brother in. That's my, I don't really have a problem with it as long as black folks, we don't kick ourselves in the ass on this. Yeah, I
1: agree. I agree. Alex, you, you attended Shaw University. What's your thought on this, man? Like, do you think the uptick or the increase in in non-black students and particularly white, do you think there's an underlying reason behind that? Or do you think it's genuine?
2: Hey, hollow. Before you answer this question, bro, throw, throw, throw,
0: throw the news for the if show. They, if we were live, if we were live, I would. No, shout out <laughs> to Saul, man. I met some of the best people down there in North Carolina. Show you, baby. So Brandon mentioned that, you know, we are better off, at least business wise, than we were generations prior. That's true in regards to generation to generation. But just in the context of today, black median net worth is 10 percent or 10 times less than white people. So. For all the gains that we've had, we all live in nice places. We've got nice cars and all this kind of stuff. For all those gains, the typical black family is still 10 times broker than the typical white family. So we ain't closed the gap nearly as much as we should have. Black schools, colleges, and universities specifically were there to give an opportunity to black folks, as my co hosts have already reiterated. But I understand why they may be opening their doors more to white kids because. They want that tuition money like every other university wants that tuition money. I would then say that historically black colleges have a greater responsibility to seek out black kids who don't have an opportunity to go to a white school. Because no matter how many black kids get let into white schools, they are not taking a seat from a white kid. Because there's always another university ready to give a white kid an opportunity, no matter if their GPA is 1.5 or 4.0. There's always someone willing to give a white kid an opportunity. And that's not the same for us. So. You know, if there are white kids out there that respect and honor the great black people that went to HBCUs and and they want to go there out of respect, I get it. But like, as long as it is not taking a seat from a black person, that's it. And as far as Notre Dame, Brigham Young, other uh, religious based organizations saying, "Well, we open the doors to everybody, you don't have a right to be in this conversation. Because the last time I checked, Mormons and Catholics discriminate, too. Like we're talking about a racial conversation is very different from a religious conversation. So they can they can just they don't deserve to be a part of this. But HBCUs, they should always remain predominantly black because no matter how much progress we make, as we just saw with the first black president, the boomerang effect that the first black creates, it produces waves down that that ends up hurting black people in the long run. Because white people are always willing to push back no matter the gains that we make, no matter how small the gain it is that we get, they're willing to push back. So those black schools have a, have a responsibility to go out and seek out those kids who need opportunity, because all of it just isn't that black kids don't want to go to school or are going to school less. A lot of times it's financial reasons. Like, there's a lot of other reasons that I think black colleges should be doing more than what they are. Uh, so that's my 10 cents.
1: Yeah, well said. Well said. I I, I think I agree with you on the standpoint of in doing research. I see that a lot of uh, black students or potential Black students feel that allowing non-Black students or white students in potentially takes a seat away from another Black student, like you said. It does. And, if, and that is an issue if that is, if that is potentially the case. Now, other students, you know, uh, there were students that attend Howard University and other schools that were interviewed. And one student in particular said Black students, well, they expressed concern that white students pose a threat to the unique mission and the heritage of these of these facilities or these institutions. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with this young lady?
0: A HBCU is supposed to be a safe place for a young black adult trying to find their place in the world. Mm-hmm. And the more white people or any other group you allow into that safe space, it dilutes it. And you can look at how we are just in the business world, the regular world, like us as as pushing forty year old men. The world's not a safe place for us. The general world. Like, I felt completely safe as y'all when I was down there. There was always foolishness, but I never felt like, yo, I wasn't going to make it back to the dorms or like the people I had only met a few months prior weren't actually looking out for me. Like none of those guys ever threw me under the bus. So it's supposed to be a safe place. The more you let in other families, other people, that safe space goes away. And that is specific to black people, not Asians or Native Americans or Hispanics. I'm speaking specifically about safe places for black people.
3: Do you think HBCU should be allowing anybody who isn't Black in there at all? Because HBCUs have been doing this for decades. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, like I said, when you look at the numbers, you got to look at why the numbers are what they are. You know what I'm saying? I think it's incumbent upon, upon Black folks to to number choose HBCUs, and yes, I do think it I do think it's up to HBCUs to do probably do a little bit more in their reach out or whatever to grow that 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 pool of black students that are eligible to go to, or quote unquote, eligible to go to college or who are college bound, who are even thinking about college. You got to reach out, do be a little bit more proactive in getting these folks ready. And if you grow that yeah. pool, you'll have more black people going.
1: Yeah. So that, uh, you kind of you kind of took my my next question. Oh, uh, out of my mouth, um, Brandon Pauls, but um, I, I, I am gonna I'm gonna ask it back <laughs> to you <my> guys. <laughs> I am gonna ask it again, I guess, in a different way. Like there are people, especially that that was that commented on this particular post, that strongly feel that HBCUs should only be for black people. Now, like you said, Brandon, they've let non non black students attend for decades. In particular, it always felt like with white students, they were either foreign students or kids that were there for the baseball team or the tennis team or the bowling team. Places that they could get a, they could get a scholarship that they couldn't get somewhere else. But now it seems to be a little different. You know, the, the listeners can't see this, this picture, but you guys can. Here's another young lady.
0: And a black fraternity or sorority.
1: Yeah. She goes by Vanessa underscore 2021 on Instagram. And she not only attends Langston University, but is a part of a sorority or the Deltas. I also read a little bit more up on this young lady. And she has, I believe that she's the president of the NAACP of that particular university or something. She has something to do with the NAACP (laughs) at that
2: university. So. See, this is what goes back to what the <laughs> statement was just saying that our so black is. So so, so, so. are... Let Look. me
1: ask you this, Quan, because I'm gonna no. I'm I'm come, come to you first. Now, is it one thing for them to be able to attend HBCUs? Because you said you were fine with that. Is it another thing to allow them to participate in the black Greek life on these campuses?
0: Well, to be fair, blacks ain't Greek. I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I I've never, I, we shout out to our brothers and sisters that are in those fraternities and sororities, but like, I've never quite understood that myself. That's just me. Right, right, right. So
1: Quan, what, what do you think?
2: As long as the opportunities aren't taken away from black people and it's being put back in the black dollars when it comes to the black family, that's what needs to happen. But if it's a situation where someone's coming in and just like this, she, this white woman, comes the head of the NAACP, when you have a whole bunch of black women that are well capable of holding that position, then yeah, I have a problem with that. I really do. And it goes back to what was being said, our black college is a sacred, um, it's a safe haven. And it was a, it's was been a safe haven historically. When we weren't able to go anywhere else, we could go to a college we, in our particular area somewhere and we could get a proper education. So. That can't be diluted, and if that's a situation where, like I said, opportunities are being bestowed upon white people and nothing is being thrown towards black women or black men, then nah, that needs to be kicked out.
3: Oh, I I wasn't in a Greek, I wasn't in Greek life, but I'm pretty sure it's black people that put her there. I don't think it was like a panel of old white men that put her there. It was it was black folks that put her there. Yeah, yeah. I mean. This is I true. Mean, black I mean, women. Maybe, maybe her that put her there.
2: Well, then if that's the case, then they need to go back to the drawing board with that, because like yo, there's
0: more than well capable black women that could be in that same position. So maybe, 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 she, maybe she's the daughter of that that white girl Tommy was dating on Martin. She likes her black IP peas. <laughs> I don't
3: know. I like some hot
0: sauce on my black IP. <laughs> i p peas. Mean, maybe she know how to pick, Maybe she know how to fix pigs feet. I don't know. Yeah. What, yeah.
2: But you know what's funny, though. You know so you know what's funny, right? About that. So, so another question that we pose, right? That we say, "Hey, white people need to understand the black struggle, and white people need to understand and be educated on racism." Right? So, is this not an opportunity to that's educate? A, that's, a, that's a good. Hey, that's well, what, what better
3: way? What better way for a white person to get an education on black folks than to attend an HBCU? You know and, oh, to feel, so. and to feel that, and to get that feeling of alienation. But, but you got to understand, like we we can say all we want here. But it is black people at that at those colleges that are accepting of these students there. It's not like these students show. I mean, these students they 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 catch it from other students at the, at the colleges too. They're like, yo, why are you here? What are you doing here? They catch that shit too. Now, I'm not I'm not trying to equate what they're going through to to the black struggle at all. But I mean. It, what I'm trying to say is that it's black people there that are putting them in these positions, that are letting them in the sororities, that are le- that are uh, 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 accepting of of their applications to the college. I mean, we put them there. I can see if it was a panel of old white men be like, "Yo, she need to go to the HBCU," and we're like, "Yo, what the fuck?" No, it's black people that are accepting her.
0: I don't believe that that a white person has to go to an HBCU or be in an all black anything to understand a black experience. Their ancestors created their, their ancestors are the architects of the system that produces <laughs> our experience as black people. They know what's going on, and they benefit from that. From they they benefit from that that system in 2020, even though it was created 500 years ago. So they know what's going on. Furthermore, I'm really interested in finding out, and not that I have anyone to ask, but why would a white person there's so many white people who have moved away from black neighborhoods. White flight just didn't happen in the 60s. It still happens now. If white families traditionally move out of black neighborhoods, why would you be sending your child to a black HB, to an HBCU? If you don't want to live next door to us, why are you cool letting your daughter or your son learn next to one of our daughters or sons? Well, you know what, I, 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 I need about to it know. Here,
3: you, the funny thing about it is, is some of these articles that I read, the, these students in one article, the student said that he was a supporter of, uh, a Trump supporter. And in another article read where it was a white girl that, w- that was going to an HBCU. She was on the volleyball team or whatever, and her parents were Trump supporters. But she never, she ended up marrying a, a black man from the same college that she went to and never told her parents. Still, her parents, after they visited, they loved it. They said everybody was, oh, they're so, you know, they're so welcoming or whatever. But she said she didn't tell them that she voted for Obama. It it, it was very interesting. It's so interesting
2: because just like you said, like, yo, yet you talk shit about black people. You don't want to be around black people. You don't want to live around black people. You say all these derogatory things about black people, but yet you send your kids to a school where it's predominantly black.
0: If they talk about black on black crime, well, why would you send your kid to an all black school if if crime and drugs? And we know all of us know black colleges a lot of times are in some of the worst neighborhoods in a particular city. Why would you send your white your white child there? If we're so bad. Uh, unless there's a hidden agenda. Money. I mean like it was always money. It always comes back to money. Well, there's I mean, a cultural difference life. there
3: too. in um, some in some homes. But then also you know, too, is another. Because I want to go and then that's it. You know, okay, <laughs> fine. All right. You, wanna... you know, whereas in another household it'd be like, "Nah, you going here. <laughs> Otherwise, you paying for your damn self.
0: So <laughs> it shouldn't. Do you think that HBCU should do better at focusing on legacy? If you black kids graduate from there, st- stick with those 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 black kids as they become adults and have their own kids, mm-hmm. and make sure and help incent their yeah. kids to come back through your system. Like like, I, I think legacy
3: is big. Yeah. But there aren't there aren't because enough my black wife's kids all the time. They're not they're not enough students. Kids going to college, it's down. The percentages are down not only on black folks, but it's down for white folks, too. Like Mm -hmm. people are realizing that college. I don't want to say it's a scam, but if you not if you don't go to college for a specific you don't go for a specific skill set, you are wasting your money. Well, I mean, no, I think you did say it right. In some instances, it is a scam. And and, and you are you are, you are wasting your money and, and people right. are realizing that like you have people, you can, you can go and learn a skill, a trade without going to college and start your own small business and make more money than people who are graduating from college. And you gotta be a hundred thousand dollars in debt. So it can be done. Right. But- the, the the last person that came to fix anything at your house or wherever, did you ask them? Yo, where did you go to college? No, you didn't give a shit. Can you fix this shit? Yes. Yeah. And you get more no money. <laughs>
2: Yeah. But then there's other experiences too, where like just going to a black HBCU or a black college in itself, this is you can never take that back. Things that you've learned, the things that you experience, yeah. education, the friends that you meet become family. You know, um, the food. Yeah, but, that but that's the work. part if, if, about the
3: same. If, if you don't go, to, you don't go for something specific. You waste your money. Are you are you willing? Is all of that worth a $1, sixty thousand dollars in debt to meet new I mean, friends? The way to go system. out.
0: The way the system's set up now. You better damn well have a degree and be very good at whatever you do without said degree. Yeah, I mean, that's just the reality. Like I didn't graduate but like I wouldn't my kid would go to college. That's just the reality. They'd have to go. But you got to go for something specific, for instance. And, and I say this because I got to do I got a
3: I got a business management degree. What the fuck you going to do with that shit? Ain't nobody going to put you in charge of
0: that business when you graduate from college if you're white. That's a waste of money. If you're white. See, if, but if you, but if but if you but if you're white it's not about what college you went to. It's about what country club you belong to. See,
3: Right. Know you I mean? don't even got to go to
0: college. If I, if,
3: I, if, I was a mecha- if I was interested in cars and I wanted to fix cars, if my son was interested in fixing cars, I would send him to trade school, learn to be a mechanic. I wouldn't even send him what you need to go to college for. Learn to be a mechanic. You could, you could, you could take classes at, at community college or whatever, get your business set up, open up your own damn garage, you don't, you don't have to go to school. You don't have to go to college for that shit. Yeah, but yeah, and you're right. And you're right. But that's also, too,
2: identifying his gift or one of his gifts or what he's really good at. So then, you know, he's able to utilize that for a lifetime and he can, you know, he can mm-hmm. eat off of that. But then you have other people that really have to understand what it is that they want to be be or who they want to become. And it may not be the, the most handy, you know, with their hands or, the, you know, they may not be. You know, carpentry may not be their skill. So, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes it takes time for people that they actually have to like go off somewhere else, and they have to like kind of figure some things out and kind of see what they you know what they want to do. So, I mean, it's I agree with you. you
3: I agree with you. It different strokes for different folks. Everybody's different, everybody's got a different path, yo. Yeah, you know.
1: Well, back to this young lady who who sparked off this conversation for the most part. There were people that jumped to her defense. Mm -hmm. And I want to I want to highlight that, you know, there there were people that said, what do we want from her? This young lady said, had she had been a white girl at an HBCU, it would have gave. Why are you here? You don't know the history. Go to a PWI. She goes to an HBCU, expresses her gratitude and appreciation for the school and acknowledges her privilege while there is still not enough. So that poses the next question. Are we just too hard on this on These situations and these white students or non-black students who want to attend, should we be welcoming and saying, "Hey, come in here and learn, learn our heritage, learn our history"? We do offer good educations here, just like some of the PWIs. For example, there's studies that show that 40 percent, 45 percent of HBCU grads hold corporate positions at VP or higher. So that's also what's drawing non-black students to HBCUs as well, because. They can also attend these schools and get a good education. So, go ahead, Alex. Go ahead, Alex. What do you, Yo, what do you gotta say,
0: coming from somebody who achieved a VP position and has been around all white people in the corporate world, is predominantly in the 17 years in finance. Yo, the reason why those black schools are important is because they are producing black VPs. White kids don't need to go to an HBCU to get to that level. They don't, and so. Like, if those black schools are producing that level of, of, of talent, that needs to be for us, man. Because the truth is, you asked earlier, Mike, should we be more welcoming of them in our spaces? The real question is, are they welcoming of us in their spaces? That's yeah. the real question.
1: Yeah. Well, you
0: And they, by and large, aren't. So, yeah. I, I for me, I don't care if there are less black kids applying for school right now or not. What that tells me is the schools need to do a better job at finding black kids that want to go there. That's what that tells me. Like when I was, like when I, the last bank I worked at, when I was financing businesses, I couldn't say, "Well, there's not enough." There, there are less businesses getting loans. No, it was my job to find businesses that needed loans. And I'm, and I'm, let me, let me me, me keep calling. No, no,
2: no, I like that. I like that because that's just like you said. Black schools have to be have to do better with finding and recruiting black men and black women. And I'm going to tell you, only how you're going to do that, you got to go to the streets. You got to get the young black women, the black men that are out there, the ones that don't have the great GPAs, the ones that, you know, you in, know. Some in particular,
1: situation. in particular, and I want you to keep going. But in particular, just to jump in black men, the numbers are down for black male college students attending college and especially HBCU. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. You know, you got to. Yeah, you got to go back and
2: you got to stop judging. You got to stop. Judging the book by its cover, in the sense of, like I said, because this kid may have had a strike, or this kid may have had the issue, or let me tell you something. And like I said, I'm I'm going to big up my school, Shaw University because that school, look, they got black men from everywhere, from off the streets, from all different parts of of all different type of walks. I met people from everywhere, from all different walks of life. That's one thing about that school and that institution. They gave black men they gave us an opportunity and a chance even though we there were things that happened back in the past they didn't look at that as a knock we believe in second chances and third chances and that's what it's gonna have to take that's what it's gonna have to take you know if you if you're gonna be sitting around thinking that you know you're gonna you're gonna um you know I mean yeah, the, there are there are kids out there that you know are, are doing great 4.0 are doing magnificent things in high school but then you got other kids too, too like I said it takes time for them to understand the process and learn so but at the end of the day, they can do it. But like I said, you got to recruit. You got to get out there in the streets. You got to get those young boys and you got to give them opportunities.
1: I have to. Great point. Great point, Quan. Uh, listen. Go ahead, B. Go ahead, B.
3: No, go ahead. I, I, say, I think I think that th- there's a balance, though. I don't disagree with anything that you said, Quan, And I, and I think that is, that is what we should be striving to do. A couple of reasons, though, why I can see why those things aren't happening, though. Number one... The graduation rates amongst a lot of the schools right now, HBCUs, are down with the mugs they got in there. And they, you know, they only, if we're going to sit and say they only take it, you know, they, they ain't going out and getting enough black folks, the black folks that they do have, the graduation rates are down. There's a lot of areas we need to improve in. From, from an HBC, HBCU standpoint, the curriculum or, or the teachers or the way, they, whatever they're doing at these schools, it, it's got to get better. something we have to figure something out. Okay. And then on, on the black students as well, we, we've been to school it it, it was a great experience HBCU, but we know at every college, you know, a lot of motherfuckers, they just don't give a shit. They did a party. They did have a good time, whatever, whatever. That's at any school. Okay. So I think if you're black and you're going to school, you need to take extra pride into making sure that your ass stay there. You're not out by five within the first two weeks. And when you are there, you doing your damn thing. Not just in the classroom, you networking, you doing all that shit, you having fun, you doing all of it. There needs to be a step up in, in what we're doing on both sides. And then I'm going to say this, I'm going to ask y'all, we do feel some type of way, but from an HBCU, HBCU standpoint, are you willing to see Shaw close? Are you willing to see your HBCU's close? Because not are going there, because we're saying, you know what, we're not go- we, we only going to accept black people, but we know not enough black people are going here. Are we willing to do that? I mean, because we're, we're, we're talking about taking we talking about we talking about taking opportunities out of black people's hands. If ain't no school, ain't nobody getting an opportunity. Are we willing to do yeah, that? I
1: mean that, that's a great point. And to drive us home, when I knew we would do this this topic. I asked a few people that attended HBCUs about it and how they felt about it. And that's exactly what a majority of the people I asked said, Brandon. Pretty much in the Cliff No version. It was, if, if white enrollment means that our schools stay open, then I'm okay with it. Uh, we go to white schools all the time and come away with our own experience. Their experience will never be like ours. Sometimes adding white kids will bring extra programs, donations, money, etc. So they're with it. So the numbers are there, right? You know, there, there's 13 or so HBCUs nationwide that are at least 20% white. Five public North Carolina HBCUs are being pushed to increase their white population where they sit at around 16 and a half percent. And I think part of that is to do with funding and and things like that. So if it's going to keep them open, I'm with it, you know, but I did want to close, first of all, letting y'all, you know, say a few things in closing, but I did want to ask each of you guys, for our listeners, what made you guys choose the HBCU quickly? Starting with you, Kwan. For one, because family school and then shit for
2: two they gave me opportunity when no other school would really give me an opportunity so that's why i chose that's why i chose Shaw. and it turned out to be you know one of the best things i ever did
1: b what about you man what made you choose hbcu i known you since fourth grade i know you're a smart guy you could have gone plenty of places <laughs> and hampton <laughs> is a great school but what made you choose hbcu over a PWI?
3: Um, I was a part of the, uh, black student, black student achievement program in Howard County. And they've been talking about getting rid of that every year that needs to stay in Howard County. They took us on these college tour trips. I knew June when we took our college tour trip to Hampton, I knew I was going, to, it was being promoted as the, the Harvard of black schools. Eventually they, they were the only ones to give me an academic scholarship and the women were beautiful. I ended up being with somebody from <laughs> Howard, but, but I ain't going to lie. I, was, I was like, okay, this is where I'm going. I said that junior <laughs> year. And I'm back the college tour trip senior year, and I, I knew I was going, but I just wanted to go back. So I knew where I was going. And to your point, Mike, I only applied to like four schools, y'all. I applied to like Maryland, St. Mary's, Towson, and Hampton because I knew I was going to go to Hampton. But just in case I didn't get in there, you know, I got all those schools, but Hampton gave me money. So I was like, it, it, it was the easiest decision for me. Word. Alex, you also... Smart guy,
1: what made you choose to attend Shaw over any other school?
0: Because Quan was there. <laughs> Fact. And, I, and true story, because Quan was
1: down there already. <laughs> oh, bro. Like, uh, bro, bro. Listen, that made that made my decision to go down to, to the Hampton <laughs> Rose area because Brandon was down there, so I'm not even going <laughs> to <laughs> keep it out there bad. <laughs> but yeah, man, good episode, fellas, as always. Great topic. You know, we could keep going on this for many, many moons. I know we got to get going. Alex, you got anything in closing, bro?
0: The only thing I'll say, man, is I, given the way society is shaped up right now, college is important. It might not always be as important later on, but right now, uh, if you're black and you don't have a degree, things just get more difficult. So just choose the right degree path. Parents, help your kids choose the right degree path. And then if you've made the wrong decision, then pivot. You don't have to stick with it. Pivot and find something else, but do that and help kids find out what they like before they get to college. We evolve because we're all older, but black kids can do more than play sports, give them opportunities to do other things, other things that might be of interest to them. So that's it. Well
1: said. Quan, anything in closing, bro?
2: Only thing I have to say is just provide those
1: opportunities to the
2: people that need it and, you know, nurture. And you can can see – change does come and progress does happen with people that actually want it so for the ones that out there working hard and doing the best that they can for their for themselves trying making their dreams come true going to college
1: y'all continue to keep pushing and keep striving to be the best well said brandon
3: anything closing b hey if you choosing to go to a college hey (laughs) you black go to hbcu you know what i'm saying Go help build up or contribute to those institutions that are giving opportunities to folks that are just like you. If you know, Even if you got a choice between like Hampton or Morehouse and Harvard, go to the HBCU because it's all about what you make there, the networking that you do, the classes that you take, the effort that you put in. You can get just as much out of an HBCU as you can get out of any other school on the planet. Go to HBCU. So for people that look like you facts facts i co-sign everything that my
1: brother said listen man it's a wonderful opportunity for our people and it's a wonderful opportunity for for people of other walks of life man if they want to like we like we drove home if their intentions are genuine by all means people want to learn about the heritage and things like that show them a little bit i think that we are in a day and age where i think people are now more willing to listen than they've ever been before right and typically for people to learn about us as a people it takes a conversation and it might take a hard conversation but i feel like people are willing to listen now more than ever so let's let's make that happen man you are listening to off the record podcast find us on all your streaming uh, your your podcast streaming platforms find us on social media at otr underscore pod check out our individual pages check out our YouTube page, please like and subscribe. Check out everything that has to do with OTR, man. If we don't hear from you. If you guys don't hear from us again, happy holidays to you. By the time this comes out, holidays may be over, but I hope you had a good holiday. So we out, people. Peace. Holidays, folks. Jang a ling a
2: lane. <laughs> a lang a